You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be talking about how to manage having a full-time job and running a business, or maybe you're not even running your business, but you're just a a full-time coach and a full-time job because you love the sport and you love cheer, and so you're having to balance both things. Now, before we get into the episode, make sure you've headed over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners on Facebook and you've joined that group if you're a gym owner. If you are a coach or a coach and owner, head on over to All Star Coaches and Owners and check both of those pages out. Get uh, on those pages. There's a ton of great conversations going on in there. Just absolutely great stuff. Love all of the questions that people are asking and all the answers that people are giving. It's just so great to see the community collaborating in a really positive environment. Uh, also head on over to nextgenowners.com. Make sure you are subscribed to our blogs and check out our conference in San Diego, January 5th through the 7th of 2024. The perfect way to kick off your 2024. If you're going to make a New Year's resolution, make it to be the best owner, the best coach you can possibly be. And the way you can do that is by attending our conference. We've got Jeff Benson presenting. He's our keynote speaker. We've got Callie Seitzer, Sean Guzman, uh, Jess and Adam Forte, all of our next gen staff um, and owners and coaches and all those people are going to be there. It is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Some amazing vendors. If you're looking to uh, get your photos set up for next year or get video set up or check in with Matt from Gym Lawyers. There are going to be so many amazing vendors there. I'm going to be there with Dream Camps uh, if you're looking to get your camps going. So you got to make sure that you head to this conference. It is absolutely going to be the best way uh, to keep your season headed the right direction uh, and finish the year strong. We're about halfway through the competitive cheer season, even though most of us haven't started competing. We're just getting into showcases and you're not going to want to miss it. All right, so now let's get into how do we manage having a full-time job and owning a business. If you're in that position, um, you know what are you doing? And if you don't have a full-time job, but you are a full-time gym owner, I want you to still listen to this episode. And I'm going to tell you why when we get to the very end, but make sure you listen to the entire episode. It's going to be purposeful. Um, so number one, why am I talking about this? Well, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you know that I worked full-time uh, relatively recently. In fact, my last day working my W-2 full-time job was February 2nd of 2023. And at time of recording, it is October 23rd of 2023. So it hasn't really been that long uh, since I was working full-time. And so I worked full-time uh, and owned my gym from 2021 or 2012 to 2023. Sorry, I, I inverted the numbers there. So from 2012 to 2023, I was a gym owner and a full-time police officer. And I managed to do both of them at the same time. And in the course of that process, I also started my other company, Dream Camps, and started hosting my summer cheer camps and expanding those as well as I was... Um, involved with NextGen from the very beginning, became one of their first coaches, and then ended up having the opportunity to come in as an owner of NextGen. And so I had three businesses that I was an owner in and or part of running or running while I was still working full time. 
And that is to include, I'm married, we have three kids, and I had a lot on my plate. And so we're going to be breaking down how I did it and some of the really important lessons learned. I can't say I was perfect because you guys, I wasn't. I was not perfect at this. I made lots of mistakes. I made lots of errors. And I want to help you avoid those errors if I can. So these are my strategies, my my best tips and tricks and really important things that I want you to do to make sure that you're able to work full time and still be a great gym owner. Now, number one, the first and foremost one is you need to become a master of your time. If you do not master your time, your time will master you. I know that seems really, really cheesy, but it is absolutely accurate. And when I say your time will master you is it will take control. You will accomplish nothing. You will feel unaccomplished and you will feel behind the curve and stressed and you will not be executing at the level you need to be executing at. If you are going to be working a full-time job and being a gym owner or a full-time coach on top of that or running multiple businesses, you have got to be very, very strategic about your time and you've got to segment it. You've got to make sure that you are batching your time appropriately. And I've talked about time batching on other podcasts, but you have got to set your time for the things that you are doing in that block and you got to stick to those things and get them done. Okay. Become a master of your time. Don't just be always working. Be working when you intend to be working and be working diligently. This is to include if you have a full-time job that you don't want to lose, you need to make sure that you are a master of your time at your full-time job. You cannot be checking your gym emails and responding to your work emails and running something else over here and having conversations with staff via text message and calling a parent who's unhappy. You can't be doing all of those things at once and be doing them as well as you could. You need to be focusing your attention. And if you're taking that attention away from your full-time job, you're really not doing your employer justice. And if you are still employed, look, I get it. The, The biggest hesitation is leaving the security of the paycheck, right? I knew in my profession that I was going to get paid twice a month. I was very stable. I was very secure and it felt really good. It was, it was a nice secure job for me. I felt great about it. I had health insurance. I don't, there were a lot of good reasons to be at my job. Okay. So I wanted to do a good job. I didn't want to take advantage of my department. And so I needed to make sure that I was being really diligent about the time that I was supposed to be working, that I was giving 100% to my job. Now, I had a job that was potentially dangerous if I did not do that. So uh, it was even more important that I be focused on what it was I was doing or I was conducting an investigation and I had a, a victim to advocate for. So it was even more important. But for no other reason, if that is not the severity of your job. You want to be delivering for the person who's paying you. You want to treat your employer the way you want your staff to treat you. So if you would be annoyed with your staff sitting around and doing nothing, or would you be okay if they came in and were supposed to be coaching a class, but they were responding to emails for their own side hustle, you'd be livid. You'd be like, no way. Absolutely not. You cannot do that. You might even fire them for it. So do the same thing give your employer the same courtesy if you're working full-time. How you give them that courtesy is you master your time, okay? You need to take the time to really, really look at it and say, these are the hours I have available to work on my gym. These are the hours I need to be working on my full-time job. And then when you 
Look at those. You know, maybe you can carve out 30 minutes during your lunch break to respond to some emails. You might be able to do that. But you can't be doing it all day long. You can't be wearing all the hats. Multitasking doesn't work. And I've talked about that before as well, but it, it just doesn't work. You cannot multitask. You're shifting mindset. And when you shift like that, you are actually losing productivity. Um, you can shift. You can shift back and forth and you can try and do it very quickly, but it is not as effective as staying focused and executing correctly. The number two is you need to utilize your staff. You've got to make sure that you are really, really taking advantage of the staff that you have and utilizing their time when you are at work. Now, I had the distinct advantage of having my wife who worked really, really hard in the gym. She managed a lot of the day-to-day, so I wasn't always having to respond to those um, basic emails, those basic questions. I wasn't having to be involved in that process. Now, you may not have that luxury, which is totally fair and fine, but find someone on your staff who can take things off your plate. Oftentimes, there are things that you are doing that you don't need to be doing, that you could be training someone and passing it off to them and taking it off of your plate. If you're going to try and wear both hats of still working full-time and being a gym owner, then you need to develop those systems and develop those staff members who you can delegate things to in order to be truly effective, or else you're always going to be behind the curve. You're always going to be struggling. On top of utilizing your staff, you need to really, really plan ahead. Set some time to plan out your year. Set all your dates, put them in calendars, put that information out. You're doing a lot of work on the front end, so you're not having to work in the moment uh, because you're not going to be able to be as reactive because your time is so segmented and specifically allocated to specific tasks, you're not going to be able to just like drop everything and send this email or drop everything and do this other thing. You're going to have to be really, really diligent about that. So make sure that you have those plans far out in advance. And then you've taken those plans that you plan far out in advance and you've delegated the things you can delegate out early on. So your staff know what is going to fall to them. The last thing that I think is really, really important I want you to think about is make sure you're planning your free time, okay? It is important that you recharge. You need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and you're planning in things that are good for you, whether that is an exercise, whether that is a hobby, whether that is going on a date with your spouse or your significant other, um, whatever it is, you've got to plan those things into your schedule when you become a master of your time. Don't just fill it with work. Um, In fact, I highly recommend you work backwards. You say, these are the things that are for me. They're not for work. They're not for business. They're for me. And put those in your schedule first and don't compromise on them. Really, really stick to those as being the way things need to be. It is so important that you're planning that stuff out and you are really, really hyper-focused and hyper-protective of those moments. Now, I think you need to be strategic, right? You can't say, oh, well, I'm doing self-care and then you're going to do it for six hours a day. That's that's ludicrous. You're not even going to be successful as an entrepreneur. But you need to find 30 minutes to an hour out of your 16 hours of waking time to take advantage of whether it's just reading a book and exercising, You know, find something that you can be doing and then take advantage of the free time that you have that is basically unused time. So things like when you're driving or when you're walking or when you're taking the dog for a walk or when you're washing the dishes, right? Those are 
um, opportunities to learn. Those are really, really great learning opportunities, which is where I imagine a lot of you are listening to this podcast. You're probably sitting in your car, driving on your commute uh, to or from the gym or to or from your kid's school, and you're listening to the podcast right now. It's a great opportunity to listen to books, listen to podcasts, learn, learn, learn while you're while you're driving and you can give some brain power up to paying attention to something else. Now, I had mentioned at the beginning that even if you're not working full-time, I wanted you to listen to this episode. And the reason is, is the really cool part is everything I just talked about, everything I just told you is absolutely key to not doing all the work in your gym. So if you've left full-time or if you're full-time in your gym, but you're exhausted, you're smoked. You are working 70, 80 hours in the gym. If you haven't listened to my episode about my boss is an a-hole, you need to listen to that one. If you're that full-time owner who's just working all the time, right? But these same steps apply to you if you are working yourself to the bone. You're working 78 hours a week in your gym, right? You still need to become a master of your time. You need to utilize your staff and you need to plan your free time. Those things all apply. Here's the reality uh, when you work full-time. And my wife would tell you this, Tori would tell you that, yeah, I left my full-time job. I still work almost as much, if not more, because now I'm not going to work. So I'm still very, very busy. I still fill that time. I just filled it with the businesses that I was kind of neglecting. Um, or I wasn't giving as much attention to as I they needed to grow in the way I want them to grow. So make sure that you're utilizing these things, right? Become a master of your time, whether you are uh, working full-time or whether you uh, and at a full-time job or you're working full-time in your business. Either way, you're probably working full-time in something and you're probably working more than full-time. I don't know a single entrepreneur that isn't putting in at least 60 hours a week, not a successful one. That is not getting in those weeks where they're working 60 hours. It's just happening. Whether they like it or not, and you may be working by reading books or writing something or um, having meetings, that might be your work. It might not be the hardest thing in the world, but they're still working. They're working all the time. So as you leave the podcast, the number one thing I want you to focus on is the mastering your time. So my prescription is I want you to take the time to plan out your day. Plan out every single day for the next week down to the 30-minute block of time, this is what I'm doing, especially if you're working full-time. Plan out your entire day if you can. Now, I know it can be hard, especially if you work full-time. I, I know it. I worked in government. We would be at our desk. We would have a due date for something, and then our lieutenant would walk up, and he'd say, we're having a meeting, and then drop what you're doing. You go have a meeting. Doesn't matter that you have other things to do. The lieutenant wants to meet. You got to do what your boss says. So I, I get that those things will come up. It becomes a little bit harder sometimes during your work shift, depending on the dynamic in your working environment, but really become a stickler about it. Plan your day out and stick to your plan and don't modify it for a week, right? Make that plan. And then at the end of the week, assess, and you can assess it every day. I did great at this. This was not enough time. This was too much time, right? Take notes, learn from it, and then do it again the next week and do it better. And then do it again the next week and do it better. And then you will build habits positive habits that will make you more productive and you will find yourself more free. You'll find that all of a sudden the day that only had 16 hours in it suddenly feels like it had 20, even though it didn't add time because you're more productive with your time. 
All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins and the Cheer Mom podcast. You got to check out both of them. They're both fantastic. Get registered for our conference. And with that, we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.